guilt created by society from the living enlightenment by bhagwan shri nityananda paramashivam guilt created by society from 7 to 14 society creates guilt in you through its rules the guilt based on fear is created by social laws till the age of 14 family and society create guilt for you an important guilt in this is the guilt of sex parents of family never open out the topic of sex when there is chemical change happening in you you feel your body is new a lot of questions arise and clarity is needed but no one is prepared to give it and to add to the confusion and desire the media around you constantly bombards you with fantasies in that vulnerable age of change to add to it society instills in you the feeling that you're not enough unto yourself it makes you feel guilty of what you are what you do once it convinces you that you are a sinner you are caught in its grips then you cannot then you cannot enjoy the joy of life anymore according to me guilt is the greatest sin at least other sins will punish you after your death guilt will punish you when you are alive the tibetan poet saint milarepa sang my religion is to live and die without regret you are called a saint or a sinner only by society as long as society labels you a saint you are a saint the moment society labels you a sinner you are a sinner if you kill someone in society you will be called a murderer you will be punished but if you kill someone on the battlefield you will be called a hero you will be given a big award so there is no absolute scale to decide what is right and what is wrong it is society's own logic heaven and hell a very subtle and cunning way of sowing guilt today is through the idea of heaven and hell people exploit your fear and grief by showing you ideas of hell, hell and heaven they create a new greed for heaven and fear for hell they create so many concepts of hell and heaven and sell them to you they say if you practice these types of things you will be rewarded with heaven if you practice otherwise you will be punished with hell when you are given rules based on greed and fear you automatically start creating deep guilt in you a small story once a military general asked his master master what are heaven and hell the master asked what do you do for a living the general replied i am a general the master just laughed which idiot asked you to be a general you look more like a butcher the general was furious and took out his sword shouting i will cut you to pieces the master just raised his hand and said these are the gates of hell the general realized his folly and bowed down deeply to the master for forgiveness the master continued these are the gates of heaven be very clear heaven and hell are not physical locations they are psychological states of your mind one instance the mind may be in hell and the next it may be in heaven the gates to heaven and hell open and close at any time alternately guilt created by you till the age of 21 knowledge from family and society creates guilt after 21 the guilt sown in you by family and society grows roots inside you then you start creating guilt for yourself without any reason 
guilt becomes a permanent guest in your being. The guilt created by family and the guilt created by society are imposed guilt. They are like a crown that is passed on from one generation to another. The third guilt is the worst, that which you create for yourself. When you internalize guilt based on greed and fear, you create new types of guilt for yourself. The moment you start feeling guilty about something, you can be exploited. That too, when you start fighting with yourself, it is easier to exploit you. If you look into your life, you can see how every moment you are suddenly looking for some reason to fight with yourself, to feel discontent with yourself. You cannot remain without some conflict. You want to create misery for yourself because that is what you have been taught. Happiness is a sin. The stone of guilt in the river of your mind, the block in the flow of intelligence. You are designed to move like a freely flowing river. Guilt is like the rocks in the path of the water. Society has subtly branded happiness as a sin. That is the problem. That is why you will notice when everything is going smoothly and happily, there will be a lurking feeling of guilt in you. You are taught by society that being happy and enjoying life is being irresponsible in a way. So you feel guilty. But when you feel sad and depressed, do you ever feel guilty? No. You are taught that life is a chain of suffering and endurance with happiness stepping in once in a while. That is also why people can't take it when you are happy and smiling all the time. They try their best to bring you back to the so-called reality by instilling guilt in you. When you are enjoying dancing or relaxing at the beach for example, suddenly you will observe guilt starts rising in you about all the work that is pending, about all the responsibilities that need to be fulfilled. Guilt has no basis, but it can simply destroy your whole life. If you can live without guilt, you will enjoy every moment without any regret and still fulfill all your responsibilities. The problem is that your being is a crowd of voices that don't belong to you. It is a totality of your mother's voice, your father's voice, your teacher's voice, your neighbor's voice and whatnot. All these voices are in there. If there is only one voice, you will never have any problem. Your mind will move like a river, but there are so many voices telling you so many things and creating the rocks of guilt in your path. As long as you flow like a river, you will express extraordinary intelligence in your life. You will live with an energy that is overflowing every minute. The moment you allow guilt in you, the moment you are stopped in your free flow, you create energy clots inside your being. Lift yourself by yourself. Once you become aware of how you are driven by guilt, you can start practicing to come out of it. When you start practicing anything, naturally you will slip a few times. When you practice to be without guilt, you are bound to slip back into the old patterns of greed and fear. Then suddenly you will remember, oh I started working out of fear, I started working out of greed. Then you will start afresh. When you start working, naturally you will see these things happening. A small story. A monk from a big spiritual organization was sent to a remote tribal area for doing service. Suddenly the headquarters received a lot of complaint letters about the monk. The president after reading the letters said, we have posted the right person. The secretary asked him, what is this sir? We are getting complaints about him. How do you say we have posted the right person? The president replied, if we are getting complaints, it means he has started working. There is something happening. 
When you start something new, you will have three phases. At first is resistance. The next is just avoidance. People will neither care nor resist. The third is acceptance. In the same way, when you start doing anything inside your system, you will start growing. But these three phases will be there. The first phase will be resistance. You will find the new practice is a difficult change in your current system. Because of this, the next thing that happens is you start avoiding opportunities where you should be practicing the change. Again and again, you will go back to your old ways. Your system will resist. It will try to create all kinds of complications, all possible arguments. If you allow the resistance to grow, you become your own enemy. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, let you lift yourself by yourself. If you don't, you will be your worst enemy. It is up to you to help yourself as your best friend or hurt yourself as your worst enemy. Be very clear, nobody can hurt you unless you allow. Nobody can help you unless you allow. If you have forgotten the practice, remember and again and again lift yourself. Don't fall into depression. Don't have guilt. Don't think you will not be able to do it. Even in the life of Buddha, if you read, he was about to leave the body when his disciples asked him to give his ultimate message. And he said, Atma Deepo Bhava, let you be your own light. Let you be guided by yourself. 